Today is Friday, September 17th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we're talking last night's Lucas action at Knoxville, the Hockett McMillan Memorial, and what's ahead this weekend for the Outlaws, All-Stars, USAC, and more. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons, depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now, let's get going. Last night was the opening night of the late model Knoxville Nationals for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. I haven't paid super close attention to this event in the past, so I have to say that it was a little bit weird seeing late models at Knoxville last night. I feel like you get so used to just seeing sprint cars there that it's almost like surreal seeing the late models race around that place. There ended up being just shy of 50 cars for last night's racing, which I think is really good considering all of the things that are working against this event. Uh, you know, we talked about the, the parts and tire shortages in the event down in Texas. We had Shannon Babb. We had a lot of the MLRA guys like Chris Simpson, Mason Oberkramer, Tony Jackson Jr., and Garrett Alberson. Uh, and that was on top of the regular Lucas guys, plus several outlaws like Brandon Shepard and Ricky Weiss. There was Kyle Larson. These first two nights are not for championship points, but drivers are trying to set themselves up for good spots uh, in the lineups on Saturday. In the 7,000 win feature last night, it was basically all Tyler Erb out front. He got the top side rolling pretty quickly and took the lead from pole setter Ricky Weiss and then basically disappeared out to a huge lead. On some late cautions, uh, Jonathan Davenport threw a few shots at him, but Erb was just a little bit better. It was Herb's fifth Lucas win of the season and a bounce back from what wasn't a super great World 100 week for that team. Davenport ended up second, Kyle Larson went eighth to third, Weiss ended up fourth, and Kyle Strickler was fifth after being the Knights' fast-timer in qualifying. Tonight's program is basically the same, and then the top guys will be guaranteed into the Saturday night 100-to-lap feature. Everyone else will be slotted into B-mains. It's a bit of a shame that Larson won't be around tonight or tomorrow because after the way he raced last night, I definitely think he could have been a factor in the big show on Saturday night. Quite a few guys will be looking to have better races tonight and Saturday, including past event winners Mike Marler and Jimmy Owens, who both had tough nights last night, along with Hudson O'Neill and Ricky Thornton Jr. I was a bit surprised as well last night about how sparse the crowd looked. Hopefully I either didn't have a good view of it or things will be better for the weekend. I'd, uh, I know Knoxville isn't normally a you know, kind of late model country, but would have expected a, a big event like this to do pretty well in terms of attendance and people traveling, but uh, hopefully things will be better for the weekend. If you can't be at Knoxville this weekend, MAV-TV Plus has live streams, and Saturday's racing will also be live on the MAV-TV TV network. Uh, fun side note, last night's Lucas results became the eighth, uh, 800th race I've inputted into the, uh, into the dirttracker.com analytics database. Hopefully we can push that over 1,000 in the coming months and keep expanding on those stats. Uh, pretty cool last night to go over 800 races. At the Hockett McMillan Memorial last night, Derek Hagar topped the ASCS field for his first series win of 2021 and fourth of his career. Hagar went eighth to the lead, taking over the top spot from Jeremy Campbell on lap 10 and leading the rest of the way. Scott Boguski, Howard Moore, Jason Martin, and Campbell completed the top five. Blake Hahn added to his championship lead in the series standings over Matt Covington after transferring through a B-main and then going 20th to 7th in the feature to earn hard charger. Covington ended up 9th on the night and J.J. Hickel was 11th. Hahn now leads Covington by 61 and Hickel by 99 with 6 race nights left. In the non-wing cars, Corey Schutte took the war win over Mario Clauser, Zach Dom, Casey Schumann, and Riley Kreisel. Shooty started fourth but was quickly to the lead at the start, and he was good out front for the duration of the race. 
It's a nice top five run there for World of Outlaws Light Model Series director Casey Schumann, who used to run the War Series. Both the ASCS and War competitors will line it up and do it all over again tonight. From there, these uh, uh, following these two opening race nights, things set lineups for Saturday's action and the big money races. If you can't be at Wheatland, Missouri this weekend, Mav TV Plus and Racing Boys have streams through the weekend. In 410 Sprint Car Competition last night, Danny Dietrich topped the field at Babs Motor Speedway, winning the $5,000 Greg Hodnett Foundation race. He took the lead from Ryan Smith on lap 12 and drove away to his sixth sprint car win of the season. Brent Marks finished second, Freddie Raymer was third, Smith fourth, and Rico Abreu completed the top five. The focus in Pennsylvania tonight shifts to Williams Grove as the All-Star Circuit of Champions come into the area for two weekend races. The Jack Gunn Memorial at the Grove tonight pays $7,000 to win, and then the racers head to Lincoln Speedway on Saturday for the $20,000 to win Dirt Classic. I believe that Dietrich's win last night at BAPS guarantees him a starting spot in the future on Saturday at Lincoln, and then tonight's winner at the Grove will also be guaranteed in. Aaron Reitzel is the defending winner at the Grove from 2020, and Kyle Larson won the Dirt Classic last season. Obviously, Larson will not be around to defend that. These weekend stops in Central PA are the start of the final five-race stretch for the All-Stars to close out 2021. Following this weekend, they will race at Eldora on September 25th as part of the Four Crown weekend and then close out on October 8th and 9th at Fremont Speedway. With a 276-point lead in the standings, Tyler Courtney has the All-Star Championship in hand. You can just basically spend these final five races trying to win and stacking up some cash. And Sunshine will be looking to bounce back from a rough weekend at Port Royal where he failed to finish in the top 10 any night. As I said yesterday, the only positions in the top 10 in the All-Star points really up for grabs are 4th through 6th with Bill Baylog, Zeb Wise, and Cap Henry all close to each other. One series regularly uh, regular we won't see this weekend is Kyle Reinhardt and the 91 car. Kyle tweeted out yesterday that he tested positive for COVID and is going to sit out the weekend. Hopefully he's back healthy soon. Both nights this weekend for the All-Stars in Pennsylvania will be streamed live on Flow. Elsewhere this weekend, we've got the Ward of Outlaws Sprint Cars at Hanford for the 21,000 to win Tommy Tarleton Classic. The USAC Sprint Cars are headed to Circle City and Hobstop. And the Fonda 200 will pay $53,000 to the winner this weekend for the Short Track Super Series. Out in California, the Outlaws wrap up their 2021 Fall West Coast Swing on Saturday night before they head back east. David Gravel is the most recent winner at Hanford back in March of 2019. He'll be looking to repeat that success, and he'll need it if he's going to somehow run down Brad Sweet for this championship. With only 12 race nights left, Gravel is 140 points out, meaning he needs to beat Sweet on a nightly basis by nearly six positions to pull back even. I think it's going to be a very tall task, especially with how good Sweet has been in recent months. Sweet hasn't finished worse than 11th since June 12th, and has an average finish of 2.8 over the last five races. He'd need to have probably some pretty big trouble, and he would probably need to do it in multiple races uh, for Gravel to be able to have a chance here. Besides the points battle to watch, this will also be the final chance for California regulars to top the Outlaws of the season. Dominic Selzy and Justin Sanders have both been very good in 2021 out there, and Tanner Carrick was very impressive last weekend at Chico before that loose tail tank ended his run. And I'm assuming Shane Golubic will be back in action out in California, and I'm curious to see where Parker Price Miller uh, will end up driving the Tarleton 21. Speaking of Tarleton, did you see the blacked-out Tarleton scheme that Kyle Larson will run during the NASCAR Cup race at Las Vegas? Uh, super cool-looking car. That Tarleton stuff is always top-notch. 
For the USAC National Sprint Cars, they are making their debut at Circle City Raceway in Indianapolis tonight before heading to Hobstadt on Saturday for the 12,000 to win Hustler. Kevin Thomas Jr. and Justin Grant are still trying to keep pace with Brady Bacon for the title, but the Macho Man was able to pull away a little bit during the USAC Nationals at Husets last weekend. KTJ is 56 back and Grant is 95 out. Another driver to keep an eye on is Tanner Thorson, who has been on fire lately in the sprint car. He hasn't finished worse than sixth in his last six races, including a win at Husets. CJ Leary is also coming off back-to-back -back wins in South Dakota, and he has five total series wins for the season. Hobstadt is always a fan favorite, and with the midget and sprint car races we've seen at Circle City this season, I would expect the non-wing cars to put on a great show as well. And at Fonda Speedway this weekend, the Short Track Super Series is in action for the $53,000 to win at Fonda 200. Stuart Friesen is the defending winner of the event from 2019, and fresh off advancing to the next round of the NASCAR Truck Series playoffs last night, he'll be looking to repeat. The event will pay out more than $150,000 over the three nights. We'll have to see what the field looks like as the Super Dirt Car Series is also racing on Saturday night as they take on Land of Legends Raceway in Canandaigua. Definitely a little gamesmanship with the schedule there between the two series. The drama in the Northeast certainly never ends. If you're a modified fan, both events are available through the streaming services. Drop me a comment below or on social media. Let me know where you're headed this weekend or what you'll be watching on the streaming services. Also, feel free to drop in some win predictions and your thoughts on what's coming up. Definitely read all of the comments and appreciate all of those who participate regularly. There are 24 items on the streaming schedule for today with a lot more coming this weekend. That includes the late model Knoxville Nationals, the Hockey McMillan Memorial, the USAC Sprint Cars at Circle City, Fonda 200, the All-Stars in Pennsylvania, and a whole lot more. To see the full daily streaming schedule through the weekend, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Friday and a good weekend. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in this week. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.